0: salutations everybody got a clap everybody got a clap yeah. look at all this clapping a, well, it's an, an actual ever, gotten, <laughs> ever. <laughs> live live. <laughs> with a live crowd you uh, you get a lot you get a lot of a uh, lot more attention especially than we do. when you pay him as much as we did. This is different than it is in our basement. Yes, so this is a different experience. Yeah, than in your. Well. Don't worry about what we do, Kenny. Don't worry about. <laughs> Salutations again, and welcome to the thirty fourth episode of the In the House yeah. podcast. The, the official podcast of Scouse's House Supporters Group, which is an official supporters group of yeah. Louisville City Football Club, because we're official. Yeah, maybe the
1: most official of ever plus. of all plus of the.
2: the in Scouse's house tonight's Official that toss is going to be done with.
0: Scouse
1: is
2: uh, Scouse is weighing in a and, dime. and
0: and oh no, wait we no, got no my wife came through. Better. All right, That's so here's chaos. what we've got, everybody. Yeah, there's chaos reigning it's tonight, and we apologize, but here's about the situation. That's how we thought it would go. It's fine. Uh, we are coming to you. I, I would normally introduce Andy coming to us live from some obscure and random location, mm-hmm. but tonight I'm introducing him from where he actually is. Yeah. Oxmoor Toyota. Yeah. We're here tonight. Uh, they're doing a great loose City event. We've got a couple of the players here playing some FIFA. We've got a couple yeah. of uh, dignitaries on hand also. El Oso's in the house. Scouse is in the house. Yeah. El Presidente Estes is in the house. Important it's, people. It's, it's, it's incredible. And uh, the most important of all of the dignitaries are our wives who are yeah. also here in the house. This is the most. Yeah, <laughs> there so it that's is. That's what we're talking about. This is uh, this is a different environment for us. We're not Very. used to doing this in front of people. No, no, it's uh intimidating you you look intimidated i wish brad would stop staring at me so much but it's okay (laughs) that's That's all right that's the way i feel pretty much every day so um we are uh we're gonna try to stick to our program as best as we can we're gonna bring some of these folks on to share their insights yeah but uh before we do we're gonna we're gonna do a little bit of you and me time because i don't care who's here it's my favorite time you and i get some some us time i don't care who knows about our love i I know. know i appreciate that about you uh, the kicker is we are coming into the playoffs. It's playoff yeah, week. It's I usually Tom. introduce this saying how excited I am or some adjective or synonym yeah. that goes along with excited. You're a wordsmith. I try to be. And uh, <laughs> to talk about how excited I am. And tonight, I, I don't have the appropriate words because mm-hmm. it's it's playoff week. We started this season like 36 weeks ago yeah. with, some, uh, with some preseason action. And here we are. The regular season is done. The boys set a new mark for yep. total for total wins. They yep. set a new mark for points per game. Yep. They set a new mark for total points. They took second place in the Eastern Conference as they have finished first or second in all four years in the league. Mm-hmm. It's been another successful season. I don't think there's any way to look at the regular season mm-hmm. and not say it was a good one.
1: Unsurprisingly.
0: Yeah. It's been a great season. It's been a great season, and now it's time for the final portion of the season. We're coming into the stretch run. This is playoff time. This is go time. And that means in the first round of the playoffs, we will be the two seed going up against the seven seed. But I need to know, are we going to talk about a game against Indianapolis in the past tense or in the future tense? Oh, wait. Both. (laughs) We're going to talk about them both. But I need to know, which one are we going to do first, Andy? And to do that, I'm going to ask that my wife, Katie, come over here and toss this Uh-oh. coin. Because Katie was the only person in this entire building full of people who had a quarter. We tried That's to have a quarter, true, yeah. and the only one who came came prepared was Katie Floyd. Katie, come and toss this coin for us so we know what we're going to do. All
3: right.
0: Oh, oh it's a heads. That's heads. heads. We're going to count that as heads. That means that we're going to talk about the upcoming playoff game, which is what I wanted to do anyway, because uh, the the last game that we played, the third edition this season of uh, LIPA FC or LiPAF. I think we go with LIPAF. However you want to pronounce it, the Louisville Indianapolis Proximity is Association Football Contest. An ageless competition. Ageless indeed. Uh... Resulted in a one nothing win, mm-hmm. but it was also a game that uh, didn't matter in terms of our seeding. We were going to be the two seed no. going into the game. We are the two seed coming out of the game. Right. And so I'm excited to talk about a preview. Yeah. A preview of the game means this will be the fourth time we've played Indianapolis this season. We've played. It will be. Won't I be? know four times against the same team this year, but it's been under three different coaching regimes. Yeah. So we got we took a one nothing loss on Derby Day. Mm-hmm. Won. And uh, that was under Coach O'Connor, and yeah. then we got a one-one, we got a two-two draw under yeah. the triumvirate, Yeah. and then a one-nothing win under the Hack. Under Coach Hack, yeah. and now we are going to play them for a fourth time this season. It's been a pretty even series so far throughout the throughout the year. Yeah. I think it's fair to say one-one and one, yeah. and uh, an exactly same scoreline for everybody. Mm-hmm. So that's that's about as even as it gets in terms of actual scoring. In terms of the LIPAC itself, this yeah. is, you know, playoffs
1: aside, the LIPAC itself, this is the decider. Yeah. This, this is a deciding game. This, this is, yeah.
0: will decide who takes the LiPAFC trophy for the year. Yeah. Uh, and frankly, I'm excited about it. I think it's mm-hmm. going to be, I think it shapes up to be a really good game. I'm thoroughly intimidated right now to be talking out loud about what I think is going to happen in the game. Yeah. While there are people who are going to be playing in the game <laughs> within earshot of me. And uh it, it I will changes. say at least
1: Paco and George are looking the other way, but Pat is staring at us while we're doing
0: this. I think he's trying I, I I think he is purely trying to figure out how he's gonna be able to get his hands on the quarter that we've got over here. Because as it's well known, Pat McMahon is a official quarter thief. This is thief. The last one was uh, the last one we got on loan from the Smithsonian, and so that one was special. Yeah. This one is mine, and so he would be stealing from my family. Are you
1: making one of those like like quarter bar tops? Like, are you gonna like?
0: How many more do you have to go? Arts and crafts. He's just trying to hit up the arcade later. I understand. Uh, all right, but I will in fact talk about what I think is going to happen in this game, despite the fact that uh, you know there are people here who will participate. Good luck, bud. <laughs> all right, I'm going to take another <laughs> quick sip of my drink. <clears throat> well, we've come to expect the lineup. Uh, we, we've basically come to expect what the lineup's going to look like. Yes. Uh, consistently playing four at the back. Consistently playing two in the middle. Yep. And then consistently playing a, a four-man diamond up top. Yep. And that's that's basically what we've been seeing for the majority of the Kochak era. Mm-hmm. We've had a couple of interesting uh, lineup adjustments along the way. Yes. But that's mostly been for rest. It seems like we've settled into what will essentially be our lineup for the game. You, let me, you've said before that you prefer
1: a three-man back line. I do. but that's, Going with four, do you feel better about that four
0: uh, since we've seen it in more games? I feel better about the way we're playing it now versus the way we were playing it uh, early under Coach O'Connor. Okay. I, I like, obviously, we're coming in with six wins in a row. We're right. coming in hot. Is, they've clearly settled into a rotation that they're comfortable with. Yeah. And uh, I think that every game they play under it is just another good sign. Right. And also, we switched to four about the same time last year that we switched to three. To three. Oh, yeah. So it feels like this is the right level of time to feel completely comfortable. Everybody knows where everybody's going to be. And you can feel pretty confident. I'm glad you're keeping track of this stuff. I try. The only way you can feel, the only question mark that really applies in terms of the lineup is who is going to play you have to expect Speedy Williams, who's coming back from playing for the Jamaican national yep. team, you have to expect Speedy to probably reclaim his position in the middle next to Paolo. Mm-hmm. If that is the case, last week, Nile played next to him. The the week before, the game before, we saw Nile playing next to uh, Jose Carranza in that Jose spot. Jose Carranza! Uh, but that means that if Speedy were to come back and uh, reclaim his spot in the middle next to Paolo, you would expect one person to have to fall out of the, the diamond up top. Uh, yep. Cameron... Is it, it? would be extremely unusual to see Cameron Lancaster not get the start in this be game. Be a strange move after, be setting, strange. after setting the record we- and winning the Golden Boot. Be a weird call. It would be a weird call. <laughs> uh, which really leads you to just try to decide who of the other three will then uh, be forced to take a seat. Yeah. To be forced to take a seat if Speedy reclaims his spot, and that would be between uh, Brian Ownby, Ilya Illich, what is this one of our guests tonight, George Davis the Fourth, yeah. and. Uh, uh, Niall McCabe, the yep. four gentlemen who've been the gentlemen who've been playing up top. One of them is going to have to lose a spot in the starting lineup for Speedy to be able to reclaim that spot. Right. So that's the only question in the lineup, and uh, I think that we've seen that regardless of who they put in those four spots, we've we gotten a lot of production. With, yeah. Um, Ilya had an unbelievable season this oh, year yeah. with 11 goals and 11 assists. The yep. First year he's really gotten a lot of playing time. Uh, so, the only question I have for you, though, is how badly do you want it to be George who gets kicked out of the lineup? Like you wouldn't believe. You're thinking that you'd like it to not be George. I'm starts... not above
1: bribery to make sure it's okay. George so you... out of the lineup. So, so, you think then
0: that it I will love s- you, George. Please don't fight me after this. <laughs> you think then that we'll still see uh, Brian out wide and uh, then that we yeah. would be, instead of George Davis IV, we'll undoubtedly be getting the getting the hook. We'll we'll probably be seeing uh, uh, Nile get that spot out wide, moving out from in, and then Ilya's still underneath Cameron in the sort of the number ten role. (laughs) Yeah, i will just put him on the spot. No, I we. We've seen all variations yeah. of those guys in those four spots, and so it's just a question of who Coach Hackfield's has uh, got the best form going in. Uh, I remember, frankly, that last year that George was generally coming off the bench for Mark Anthony K. But yep. once the playoff run started, he swapped it back out so that George was getting the starts over Mark Anthony K. Mm-hmm. Mostly for you know experience and steadiness, and also his mm-hmm. wonderful play, obviously.
1: Right. But uh, we've said before, though, no matter what. No matter what lineup we run with, you always feel good about it.
0: Yeah, like there's never a eh. right. No, the the guys are so interchangeable at this point in terms of quality, not yeah. in terms of what they bring, but in terms of their overall quality. Yeah, and uh, that that feels really good in a year where we were forced to repeatedly question depth. We have yeah. not had to question depth at all in the last several weeks. We've got everybody healthy. Mm-hmm. Magnus Rasmussen came back in the last game and got back on the field for the first time in months. It was yeah. great to see him, and he played really well. Yeah, he did. And so uh, Still hadn't coming hair. into this playoff game, There, everybody appears to be available for choice, and that's, that's great for, uh, for yeah. Coach Hack. Um, my expectation is uh, that regardless of who plays, we play the same sort of attacking style that we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to create both through the middle and through the wings, yep. sort of interchangeably depending on what the defense is giving us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we created so many shots in the last matchup that I'm hopeful that that continues for this one. Right. You feel like the, the attack was pretty strong? I do. I do. Here's a question that I, it literally just came to
1: me. Okay. How much do you think they'll change the way they play i mean we just that's played. a fair
0: question one of the big question marks coming into this game is going to be uh, one of their forward players a guy named starkov mm-hmm. and uh the question is whether or not he's going to be healthy enough to go he's coming off of an injury what injury uh leg i believe thigh or quad but don't quote me on that but i know it's been a leg injury that's been keeping him out of a couple of the last games he didn't play in the game last week against us no and so whether or not he plays will be an interesting change mm-hmm. uh Realistically, we can still expect to be seeing uh, McInerney on the field. You can still expect to be seeing Suni Saad and uh, and Ayoza being their uh, primary creators. And uh, the real question mark is whether or not uh, Owen Fawn Williams, their keeper, is going to have as great of a game as he played against us last week. He had some good saves. I felt... I mean, and we will. Uh, it's impossible to do this as a review or a preview. It all bleeds together. Yeah, the same team it's two same weeks thing. in a row. So I'm just gonna this stop calling it the review. The repreview. Uh, the repreview. That's nice. The repreview. The repreview. View. All right, so. With that in mind, we saw that uh, Williams made a number of great saves. Mm-hmm. City outshot Indy in the last game. What did po- what did our possession end up possession being? Possession ended up being, I believe, 49-51 in favor of Indy, but some of that goes to the fact that we had a, uh, a lead after the 33rd minute. Yeah. And so they were forced to sort of come at us, and that took away a bit of the possession edge that we would normally enjoy over them. The thing that I've liked seeing is after that first game, the game in uh, May against Mm -hmm. them where everything was just so ugly. Mm -hmm. The bounces were ugly. The field was ugly. The stripes were ugly. Mm -hmm. And the play was, it was an unappealing brand of soccer for both teams that day. And uh, the thing that I'm hoping that I've been encouraged about in the two most recent (laughs) live is that the games have been much cleaner. (laughs) And I think that when you're talking about a clean game, it favors the superior team and, I believe that Lou City is the superior team. I think the records bear that out. Yeah. And so, the less chance you've got, such as what's going on with bounces, what's mm-hmm. going on with weather, what's going on, the the more randomness you can introduce, the worse right. for the better team. Right. And Lou City is the better team. So I think that uh, how clean the last couple of games have been would favor City. I feel like we probably should have won that last mm-hmm. game three one, something more along those lines yeah. than yeah, one nothing. Yeah, but. Uh, Owen Fawn Williams played a great game, and the concern is that he plays another great game. Uh, Now that we're into the playoffs, you know, there's the possibility of penalty kicks, which we have experienced, and they are gut-punching. I both love and hate them. Exactly. Uh, We need to make sure that we get one of our quarters out onto the field in case it goes that way to make sure that the kicks happen in front of Scouse's house. Exactly. But uh, now that you add that extra element in, you know you've got 90 minutes of play, and if you can't break the deadlock, you've got an additional... Two 15-minute overtime periods before going into those PKs. So, I feel like over the course of 120 minutes, you're going to see the quality of this team outweigh the quality that uh, Indy possesses. Uh, I think the longer a game goes between these two teams, the more it favors City. Yeah. So... It looked like it was getting a
1: little chippy last it did. time. It I, I, did. I was a little afraid it was going to turn a, take a, a chippy turn. There started
0: being a lot more fouls towards yeah. the second half of that game, and I imagine that that's something we can expect to see in this game also yeah. because, frankly, Indy's a little outmatched, and when you've got a team that's a little outmatched, then they're going to want to yeah. slow the pace down. They're going to want to make sure that you don't get into your flow, and uh, one of the ways to do that is to commit fouls. Yeah. Uh, if we want to briefly just actually cover the what happened in the last game, obviously Cameron nets his 25th goal of the season on a PK in the 33rd. Ilya got taken down in the box to create that. Frankly, the replays to me look like he probably did a nice job of embellishment. But uh, there was a bit of contact, and then when there is, you go down. Yeah. So uh, there are people calling it a straight dive, and I don't think it was a straight dive. I think it was just there was a small amount of contact, and he knew – Eh, take your chance, yeah, and he got it, so that well, I felt because it, it could work out, it couldn't, right? right. Worst, worst case scenario is a yellow card yeah. for you for simulation, and uh, you know, that's that's a small price to pay if you get the chance at a uh penalty kick.
1: And in this case, it worked out
0: very well for uh, and us, and Cam got the goal, which was great. Uh, 25 in a season, we'll do a season review, uh, pod once the mm-hmm. season five weeks from now is over, yeah, but uh, until then. We'll just say 25 is a lot. A lot of goals. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of goals. And so I was really proud to it's see that. It's almost like it's the most. Yeah. Um, they Indy had two, maybe three real chances on net. They blew a header that probably should have been a goal. Yeah. And uh, also Paco had to come back and make two sliding tackles in the box that mm-hmm. had to be timed perfectly and were. And uh, accomplishing that. Yeah, Paco had a that, great game. He did. And accomplishing that. Earned Paco Craig, uh, USL Team of the Week. <laughs> Congratulations, Paco. He's 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 actually currently embedded in a brutal game of FIFA. Are you winning, Paco? Uh, you are three-two currently to Liverpool. It looks like I can't I you can't need read. You step from it up. No, Kenny. it's two-one
1: to Chelsea. I apologize. You need to step it up, Kenny. Paco Come is on.
0: playing FIFA against uh, the the fearless, young, and vibrant button pusher himself, Kenny Allward, <laughs> and so. Uh, I'm always going to call Kenny young and vibrant from now on. And uh, it is a, it's a barn burner over there. But uh, Paco <laughs> did earn uh, player of the – not player of the week. That actually went to Cam again. But yeah. it, it was uh, another team of the week team honors the week. for uh, Paco, probably for uh, anchoring a shutout and also getting the two diving uh, sliding tackles they in the were, box. Yeah, they were gorgeous. So really well played on the defensive end. Goodness. On the defensive end, uh, towards the end of that game, uh, really nice to hold on, get a clean sheet to finish mm-hmm. the season out, and uh, got to feel good going into the final match on yep. that kind of form. you have anything you specifically want to say about the game? <sighs> no. Let me ask you this. What did you think about how Brian Ownby played?
1: You know, I'd still I, – I want so badly for Ownby yeah. to get a goal. I want so badly for it to happen. Yeah. But, I mean – I think we're we're at. I
0: think we're at OMB on eleven. Well, going into
1: the, <laughs> he, he
0: looked like OMB on eleven in this game. He was flying up and down yeah. the flanks. He created a whole bunch of chances in this game.
1: And you still just feel kind of bad for the person who has to be on OMB. It's like, oh, this. Is, oh no, you're going to have. I'm a bad sorry, time I've right got to call a timeout here. Paco
0: has brought the keeper out, and now he's been beaten. Can can Kenny get off a shot? No. The answer is no. (laughs) Get back, Paco. Get back. (laughs) There is nothing more exciting than listening to people talking about other people playing video games. Nothing. It's really. (laughs) Um, So uh, I thought Brian played a great game, too. I thought that uh, it's only a matter of time before he gets a ball into the net. And uh, the real key to this is, remember last year, Brian Ownby scored in every single one of the playoff games until the final. And uh, that really uh, propelled yeah. us to the final that he caught hot right there at the end. And so I'm optimistic that we're going to see that type of performance again in the playoffs. He brings it out. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be exciting to see uh, who gets the minutes. Mm-hmm. It'll be exciting to see who gets the uh, the time on the pitch. But now we are uh, forced to try to come up with some predictions here. Who do you got? Well, I mean, I got us. You've got a new city. I've and got a what, what kind of scorer line are you looking at? I'm thinking... I'm thinking 2-1. A 2-1 victory to the good guys is your prediction. 2-1 victory for And us. who have you got scoring? I've got,
1: you know what, both of them. I've got Ombi. Okay. And run a play. And I'm
0: going to go with my tried and true. I've got Oscar whipping one in to Paco on a corner. Now this is the thirty fourth podcast we've done, and you have predicted Oscar to Paco for a goal in twenty eight of those twenty-eight of those thirty four uh, podcasts. Yeah, you feel confident about very. this. Coming You're that, into this game?
1: Very confident. All right.
0: All right. Um, I've got. I've got. <laughs> I got three nil. I really think that we come out. Uh, I think we come out and want to send a message. I think they come out really aggressive. We we'll try to get a goal early. Yeah. Uh, to set the tone for this game. Indy doesn't want to play from behind against us, as we've proved in this past game. Uh, and so uh, three goals. I've got... Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I've got a brace going to Cameron. Okay. A forked lightning, if you will. Okay. And uh, then the third goal I have got coming on some deflections and Paolo putting one home. I think Paolo, All right. I think Paolo gets a goal in this game. All right. And so i got three now. All right. All right. So... With that being said, I think it's time for us to uh, to bring in some of the many, many people we've got here. We have so many guests to choose from. In a way, this is is (laughs) it's an embarrassment of riches. (laughs) It really is. Uh, So, of course, first the first person that we would want is I think we got to bring in our president because otherwise we will not be allowed in here again. And and by our president, I mean our president, Michael Scous Bromelow. Scous, come on over, buddy. Come have a seat. Come on, come sit down. (laughs) All right, so we've got uh, Scouse coming over to join us and sit down. The thing that I want to know more than anything else, Scouse, is what is your enduring memory of the regular season? What's the one thing that you saw happen this year that will stand out to you when we uh, look back on our back to back championships? I'm sorry, when we look back on this season?
2: And actually, it's got nothing to do with the play. Okay, what, what, what do you remember? the the one thing that i remember is the uh, house just growing and growing and growing and growing and the amount of people that show up at uh, scouse's house is growing every single game and um, you know the one problem we've got is when we introduce people to the house they always come back
0: yeah Yeah. so it's been wonderful being able to see this level of commitment and to see uh, the supporters group grow and uh, getting to experience new things with with the group Mm -hmm. this
2: year yeah and then um Play-wise, the uh, the one uh, goal that uh, stood out is um, from two goals from Cameron Lancaster, one from the halfway line, see and the him, other one from uh, yeah. thirty yards out. Yeah, and um, two pretty great ones. You know, I, I know uh, people have me say it a lot, but um, the goals, um, the secondly left his boot. We knew it was yeah. in. Yeah. you know, We were in a, in the perfect spot to see that. Uh, those balls were headed for the, end, the back of the net, and uh, they weren't going any other place. From
0: yeah. our angle, we always know first when it's coming to that side. And, uh, yeah, being able to watch those fall into the back of the net was an exciting experience. Honestly, there are two goals that stand out for me this year also. And uh, those two goals, one of them was Ilya's bicycle kick, which was a yeah. bit oh, shitty. Yeah but yeah. it was fun to watch. Uh, he got he got way up in the air for it. It wasn't a perfectly clean strike, but he wrong-footed the keeper with it and just the athleticism that takes mm-hmm. uh-huh. and the dedication. That one will stick out to me. And then uh, Sean Tosh in that. the U.S. Open Cup at oh, Lynn yeah. Stadium. Sean Tosh's rocket uh, into the upper left corner. That one will uh, So, out what smash? So, George, I've it. got
2: one question for you. So, when it comes to those bicycle kicks to score the goal, do you practice them? And training? <laughs> George,
0: George has 200 USL appearances under his belt, and he knows don't practice things that are going to break your shoulder. Like just don't do it. The fun thing about bicycle kicks, though, is that it's got to
1: be demoralizing to the to the other team, right? Like this dude not only scored on us, but he scored on us in
0: a, the flashiest upside way down. you can. He scored on us upside he down. down. He <laughs> flipped, and the ball went in. That's not <laughs> all right. Uh, Scouse, you were on our second ever podcast. Yes, I was. And, oh, yeah. Uh, that yeah. that was ages ago.
2: Yeah. Uh, when we were. When and we you're were... slacking tonight, by the way. How's that? I don't have any like of ooling. What's, what's man, the, what's I the was told here?
0: specifically I was not allowed to bring any purple oh, stuff into the house. Kenny gave we, us. We, Kenny yeah. gave us. Uh, Strict marching orders uh, <laughs> of no, no purple stuff. No purple stuff. Oh, so man.
4: Something about having a lot of vehicles uh-huh. and purple stuff. Those two things don't really
0: go together. Apparently. Wait, we don't
1: get to test drive any of these? Well, we oh. can
0: because we haven't been having purple stuff. Oh. So, uh, yes, we <laughs> are <laughs> slapping right. to well. not offer some nice uh, some nice purple stuff tonight. But uh, you were there for the second podcast ever. You were the first uh, guest. Uh, you were. You were our first ever guest. We had a great time getting an interview for you for that. We were actually watching the preseason game mm-hmm. against, uh, shoot, was it Lipscomb? The preseason game that we were uh, paying attention to that night. Yep, and uh, that seems like forever ago. What is your impression
2: of where we are now versus where you thought we would be now? Well, what I thought we'd be now would would be um, crickets because I was, you know, expecting. Uh, you know, just after a few podcasts, you guys say, "Oh man, I've had enough of this," <laughs> but it's gone from strength to strength, and you know, and um, when I get. Uh, people when I'm walking around uh, Slugger Field or at the, um, uh, at the tailgate saying uh, how much they, they love listening to it and the one question I do have from quite a few people is oh, what are we going to do in, during the close season?
0: Yeah, Andy and I have actually been discussing that. We mm-hmm. think that old timey radio show. <laughs> yeah. No, we're gonna do the. We're gonna transition from a podcast about loose City FC soccer. We're gonna transition to doing a podcast about ballet, mm-hmm. okay. which Andy and I are both very knowledgeable about. Okay. No, surprisingly, yeah, so. we're we're talking about doing maybe one every other week in the off season, mm-hmm. so uh, slowing it down a little bit, but uh, still, still yeah. giving the people what they want.
1: Weekly off season podcasts would turn into like fifteen minutes of. Hey, so nothing happened, man. Yep. Remember how hey, awesome uh, it was to watch them win the so cup. Our team's Me too. still awesome. Yeah. yeah. All, All right. Well, right. <laughs> bye. All right, man. <laughs> like, that's what we're but but the, the nice thing is, is
2: um, in the um, in the off season, you can always turn Aww. the TV on and uh, watch uh, Liverpool play. Yeah,
0: Very, we could. You know? We could. And uh, um, people should be coming out to uh, Molly Malone's to watch yep. soccer on Saturday
2: mornings with. And uh, if you're listening to this podcast right now, what I, I, I urge you to do because we're. Uh, Scousers House and, and the Liverpool FC, Kentucky uh, supporters groups are um, trying to get NBC to, to bring their um, Saturday morning to show the to my Louisville. My EPL Saturday morning my, yeah, my show. My EPL yeah. That'd be awesome. morning. So, uh, tweet, it, take some pictures, yeah, do all tweet. that. Take some pictures of you uh, watching the game. and. Um, you know, send them to me or send them to, uh, what is it, hashtag MyPLMorning. Mm-hmm. All right, well, before we uh, start bringing some
0: of the players on and okay. uh, kicking you out of here, can you tell us two things? One, how does somebody become a member of Scouse's House? Mm-hmm. And two, how does somebody get tickets into Scouse's
2: House if they just want to
0: experience it for the first time at a playoff game, a playoff pack
2: Well, um, as you know, we've got the playoff game coming up on Saturday, 7.30 kickoff, and all you have to do is call up the Local City front office on five zero two three eight four eighty seven hundred option two, and you have to request tickets for Scousers House. Mm-hmm. You tell them, I want Scousers House tickets, and um, everybody that we brought into Scouser's House this year, they all totally agree that we have the very best seats in the house. You'll get no arguments none. from me. Yeah. Um, so um, that's how you get um, Scouser's House tickets. And if you want to become a uh, member of Scouser's House, all you have to do is um, go online to uh, scouserhouse.com mm-hmm. and fill out a little form and um, you know, it, and come and join Scouser's House. You're more than welcome to. Sounds great. And um, you know, more than anything else is that, uh, hey, get your season tickets because, um, yeah, you know, buy your season tickets, call up um, Lee um, or Dave Walkovic at lower City and or sign any up. of the great ticket salesmen.
0: Any. Um, Just get them. And definitely get out there for the playoff game this weekend. It's going to be a great environment for another live pass for another playoff start. to the Come bounce. out, say hi to
2: Scouts because I'll be right there and uh, I'd love to talk to you. Yeah. Outstanding. All right, Scouse, I'm going to kick you, you out. I'm going to kick me out. Who, I am. Who, who's going to kicking
0: you out of the house? Because I'm going to bring over uh, a member of the triumvirate. I'm going to bring George Davis the Fourth on over George, here. George, okay. So if we could all get a little bit of a hand for George. Hey, George. George.
1: George,
2: George, come on, have a seat. Come on, George. What <laughs> the...
1: Does anybody do that when he walks into a room?
0: Just Does he do Quattro. that when he walks into a room? <laughs> Quattro! No. George, welcome to the house, man. Thanks for, for having, having me. Another yeah. One of the things I like about today is that all three of the players that are in yeah. the house tonight have, are guys that we have a bit of a rapport with, guys we've already met, gotten to talk to before. And, George, we talked to you while you were in the midst of your head coaching duties. What about this season which has been turbulent I think is the safe word to use uh, in terms of going from where we were at the beginning <laughs> of the season to now what about this turbulent season has been the best for you like what have you enjoyed what aspect of the season have you enjoyed the most um, Wow that's
5: a loaded question yeah I brought it I brought uh, the heat brought really the heat. Uh, <laughs> yeah yeah been able to tell Paco and Pat. <laughs> where they're going no. to Making them run laps? Yeah, no. Do some extra push-ups? Yeah, this year's been really interesting. I think the, the cool part uh, for me, the, the piece that I'm going to take most from it is the uh, yep. mix of emotions and um, yep. you know the different situations and scenarios that we've been in and how the team has overcome them and you know persevered through the coaching changes, the you know good run of form, bad run of form um dealing with all of the, the ups and downs uh, two very I wouldn't say completely different coaches but you know different style coaches still and different yeah yeah, yeah. Very, you know we all have our own own way of doing things so um, you can look at it look at it good and bad but uh, I think just the journey has been very something to remember and something that's been special. And on a on a more personal note for you.
0: Mm-hmm. This season you went over 200 USL appearances. I did. Congratulations. You also joined a very small group of players to have scored 50 goals in USL uh, in USL play. We called you on our last podcast a legend. <laughs> what what has this season meant for you personally to go have those kinds of milestones occur and to have your first real taste of head coaching?
5: Yeah, it's kind of a uh... I don't know if it's a coincidence, but in a season where I've had to really step up uh, and been put in some interesting leadership positions that I've reached those milestones and I've hit those marks. Um, I can honestly say I, I didn't expect to play, you know, 200 professional games mm-hmm. when I was coming out of college. So to be sitting in the chair today and, you know, having an opportunity to go win something um, with a great team, it, it's just it's, it's honorable, you know, and it's something that I can be proud of. Um, when I look back through the years, well, I know we're proud of it. Yeah. yeah, the offer, I just want you to know
1: okay. the offer to get Triumvirate tattooed somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> it's still up, it's still there. Just let want, me know. Yeah. Now, you know. do
0: you do you hold it over uh, Coach Hackworth's head that you guys had the highest winning percentage of all three of the coaching staffs this year? No,
5: no, no. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't bring no. that up when the season's. over, I mean, you should. <laughs> like, look, yeah. I just want to say. Uh... Yeah, you, you, <laughs> Coach, you did a great job. But. but you know, no, I wouldn't do that. Um, you know, Hackworth, he's, he's been good. Uh, he's yeah. been great since he's come yeah. in. So. Um, you know he, He's given us uh, all he has, and uh, the guys have bought in well to, to what he's had to say. So. I, I've got, so here's something. We asked Coach about this when we had him on. Mm-hmm.
1: So you've got, and this is just sheer curiosity. Yeah. You've got a brace, or as we like to call it, a forked lightning. Two right? goals we call a forked lightning, not yeah, a brace. Because okay. brace, I don't even,
0: why would you call it that? You've got a hat trick. Right. But what's four?
5: There's a word for it. I just don't know it. I think uh, from
0: now on, it's just occurring to me, we should just call it a
5: quattro. A quattro. There you go. You can do that. Yeah. Uh, four. Come yeah. On. Yeah. I don't know. What's four strikes in bowling? What's that called?
0: Um, I don't even know that.
5: Turkey is three. three. Yeah.
0: Oh, and then uh, Brad Estes was saying that he likes to call for an albatross,
5: that, okay, which that's is hilarious. like, the I like same as a double I'm, eagle. I like that. Yeah.
0: I'm getting, Well, we got to steal your thunder wherever we can, Brad. Uh, so we've got. Albatross. Uh, basically what Andy's really asking is are you gonna put up an albatross for us on
5: Saturday? I would love to. Yeah. <laughs> uh not scored four goals in a game in my career, but you have, have uh, did you do that in college either? No, I haven't done that since I was like twelve years old. But you know, that's it's not, not shocking that the kid still who would go <laughs> on did it. it's <laughs> not shocking that the
0: kid who would go on to be a professional soccer player is dunking on uh, poor other twelve year olds. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
5: But uh, oh. yeah, you know, I just wanna go out, put in a good performance and Ultimately, at this stage, you just want to win. doesn't yeah. matter how it happens. You just want to win the game. Feeling I mean, healthy? I feel great. Yeah, it's a long year. Long year, but I can honestly say it's, it's one of those years where I feel strong coming to the end and definitely not ready for it to be over. So hopefully we've got another month left.
0: Well, we'll be, we'll be cheering for you. Yeah, thanks, that. George, for joining us. We thanks, really appreciate thanks it. So man. Thanks for having me, guys. Okay. If we're, if, uh, if George next is victim? leaving, I think. See, we've still got just like a, uh, a crazy amount of guesses. We're gonna let Pat McMahon finish his game of FIFA. So we're gonna call. We're gonna call Paco Craig on over. Paco, Paco Craig.
1: This is this is actually gonna be very special for me. This is momentous for Andy <laughs> because I missed yes. when you came on the show. I remember. And it was one of the ones I was very much looking forward to the most.
3: It was. I had a good time. It was. A, it was a good time. Yeah, I'm we sure played you did. a kazoo and everything. We talked a lot. <laughs> I, see, I, don't, I don't remember that. Part. No, okay, well, we haven't <laughs>
0: recorded, so we have
3: I see audio yeah. evidence. Yeah. 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 please play it
1: back
0: to me.
4: Ah,
0: yeah. <laughs> we'll uh, more than anything, uh, Andy only wanted you to come on the podcast so that he'd be able to look at your watch for mm-hmm. a while. Andy is obsessed yeah. with Paco's watch yeah. and has been. He talks to me about it like three or four times a week. Just uh, oh, that it's, it's the yeah. nicest watch yeah. in the USL.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I appreciate. It's got to be <laughs> the <laughs> nicest watch in <to> the USL, right? <laughs> Paco, yeah.
0: you are have been named again to the USL Team of the Week this week mm-hmm. for your performance last week. Yeah, seriously, everybody. Uh,
4: I bet Drogba has a nice watch.
0: though <laughs> Drogba <laughs> might have a pretty nice watch. Watch his. Yeah, We're, yeah, not I mean. <laughs> We're not talking about him. We're not talking. But uh, after being named to the USL Team of the Week again. Uh, we were talking to George a little bit about individual honors and things that he's accomplished this season. What does it say to you that uh, not only are you on the team of the week, but you're on the team of the week with a teammate again this year, and while individual honors being nice, that uh, so much of the team has been recognized this year?
3: It's been, it has been really nice, basically. To, like, we obviously have a bit of a chip on our shoulders sometimes, and we know how hard we work. And so whenever we get recognized and to be, to be done like, as much as we have this year, uh it kind of yeah it tastes sweet yeah that's, mm. to put it simply
0: okay we have got a big game coming up you just played Indy last week
3: mm-hmm.
0: what what kind of mentality do you take into a game where you have just played this same team the previous week do you did you show your whole hand last week or did you hold a couple of things in reserve are you afraid that they might have how do you how do you wrap your head around playing the same team two weeks in a row
3: uh, it's ex- it's a it's a weird feeling. It's not a, it's not the usual. You have your routine, and then you go through like your emotional you know uh, stages, building up to a game, and uh, it's all well and good. But then having to do a repeat, you get a weird feeling of déjà vu. It, it mm-hmm. definitely skews things a little. But I have to be honest with you, uh, we never like leave anything behind. You know, okay. we don't hold back. So we went all out against them last game, and we plan on doing the same again this game. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, I'm actually,
1: so, because I missed the last time you were on the show, I didn't get to ask you my question. Evan (laughs) has been nice enough (laughs) to let me ask a ridiculous question at the end end of every show. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to ask you that question. Okay. It's in the past. No problem. This is an easy one. Okay. And this is actually the new question we've been asking. You had to pick, we talk about nicknames on the show, right? We've got Quattro, we've got McMahon Bun, which is... Gone. Not exactly applicable now. We'll yell at him about that later. It's okay. Um, Which, thank you for cutting my hair before hanging out with my wife. I don't know (laughs) what. (laughs) That could have gotten weird for everybody. Um, If you had to, this is simple, if you had to pick a nickname for yourself, what would it be?
3: Nice and simple. I'd probably go with Pac-Man just because of the Pac-Man. pop culture. relevance. How did we not that's of yeah. that? How have good. we not thought of yeah. that? Do, yeah, just do people call culture. you that? Are there yeah. people? So Girl, there I mean, if it's not Pac, nice and yeah. simple, which like is the is like the shorthand. Pac-Man would be is the nickname. Yeah,
0: but it's one of those things again where your name is already Paco. Yeah, which is. I just it's infinitely a cool. cool, name cool. Anyway. It's sure. not. It's, yeah,
3: yeah. it's mom, mom, not mom, like mom.
0: Andy, <laughs> so you know, or yeah. something else lame.
2: What? That <laughs> <laughs> was the example?
0: <laughs> that was him, man. <laughs> <Evan, you> know, <laughs> the worst. Come right. on, the worst. Uh, so one thing I've been curious about for a little while now is, and for a little while, I mean, since a week and a half ago, you went on a bit of a meandering run. Yeah.
3: yeah. From
0: the back. I did, yeah. Through three defenders yeah, yeah. into the 18-yard <laughs> box. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you're playing center back mm-hmm. and when you are captain of the team, as you were for that particular game, yeah. what kind of grief do you catch from the coach with a one-goal lead when you are uh, making a snaking run into the box?
3: Well, some things were said in the locker room at the end, honestly. <laughs> Naturally, you know. We wanted you to <laughs> rip it. We wanted yeah, you to rip so, it. So my thing with that was... To begin with, I was just too tired to even find a pass. <laughs> but I was always in some sort of danger, you know? I was yeah. I was tired, you know, I was fatigued. Yeah, so, sure. So then I was like, oh, God, got to get away from him. So, and then it led me into another <laughs> alley, and I had to just keep worming my way away. And was like, oh, wait a minute, like, I'm kind of pretty much yeah, I'm here to yeah. yeah. And so I take it forwards, and I already decided again, because I was just looking for a pass the whole time. Yeah. It was a little bit of panic mode, you know? And I was like, I'm going to fake a shot, you know, commit one of the defenders, and then that way I'll be able to slip Cam in and get his hat trick. Okay. Because I was just trying to pass it at that point, this shit. Right. Then I go for like the wind up to make it look like I'm shooting, and neither of the cinematics do anything. They didn't
0: care. I know. So I'm like,
3: I'm like, oh, what? Like, yeah. In hindsight, I know I should have just smashed. We it. were rooting for you. It was I, right I there in front of us, and we thought, oh my <laughs>
0: gosh, this is gonna be.
3: A- I remember I
1: when arrived. it happened. It, when yeah. it was obvious what was happening, it was like, oh, what? A- <laughs> I should have <laughs> <What> just.
3: <laughs> I know. And if I ever get a chance at that, I will have to bang it. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, I love yeah, that. The, I love that the panic. reasoning
0: behind it is exhaustion, though. I'm oh, too yeah. tired
3: to pass. Right. Easier to just go around them. Yeah, I mean, you can't. You know, you have to, it takes a bit of cognitive, you know, process to find a pass, evaluate, it, and execute. So I'm just like, all right, just run away with the ball, basically. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was it was
0: a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, and I'm sorry, <laughs> it,
3: it will learn better next time. All right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I'll make sure.
0: It's been a lot of fun to watch. We talked to you, uh, or we mentioned out loud that Andy predicts week after week that yep. when we do our game predictions and our goal predictions, that you will be the goal scorer. I appreciate and that. And he predicts Andy, that I feel consistently. like it's a safe bet,
3: though. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I haven't scored many, but I, I do fancy something, you know?
1: <laughs> well, Oscar's placements are just so great from a I mean, it's ridiculous. It's and always you're on.
3: usually yeah. the tallest one guy of the there. tallest
1: people out there. And so to me, it's like,
3: well, you're kind of a big target, yeah. relatively speaking, right? Yeah. Unless Luke's on the pitch, that guy can hop guy can hot. Yeah, hit. that dude he's,
0: is he's got some yeah. serious leaping ability. Yeah.
3: But is, like, yeah, like, as you say, man, the delivery's so good that if it goes, if everything clicks into place it's an easy goal, you know. So we're trying to just try and make that happen. Is yeah. that is that a really exciting feeling for
0: guys who are playing at the back? Uh, especially seeing as how lately Alexi's also been getting a lot of goal-scoring yeah. opportunities, yeah. is it is it like the most fun part of being a center back? When really your name's only going to be called if you get a set piece or if you give up a goal. Like those yeah. are your only real shots. Yeah.
3: At. I think there's a, there's a few other little treasures, you know, little Easter eggs. Sure, um, get, including got, two including two yeah. sliding yeah. saves being in able the back line. Being able to like leave a good clean but solid tackle on someone is, is one of the, like the prides of being a defender sure and winning headers all the time even defensive winning defensive headers but mm-hmm. yeah anytime we get a chance to get in the box and, and mix it around with the strikers is it's extremely good for well, we think that you've got a, a really good shot of being one of uh, much like
0: last year, being one of USL's top eleven uh, on the pitch for the year, I hope so, uh, as you were last year for being an outstanding center back for Luce City, Paco. We wish you nothing but the best of luck in I the playoffs this year.
3: Man. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. It's, I'm glad you're here for it, Andy. <laughs> Paco, <laughs> Andy just blushed. Andy was blushing. <laughs> Evan, thank Paco, you very
0: much, thanks. Man. Yeah, the beard's looking good,
1: man.
3: Hey, I've
0: been growing it out for the playoffs. Yeah, it's so looking good, man.
1: Hopefully, we
3: keep it going longer I'm you know i tried
1: to... to i started to grow the yeah the braid the braid, the <laughs> braid <laughs> and uh i got some crap from my wife yeah, yeah, yeah. like you're not you're Yo, not gonna pull it off like i'm taken i
3: mean i'm <laughs> lucky i'm single you know but then like i've stayed single so <laughs> 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 but yeah i get equal measures i get a lot of crap for it and also it's just attached to me now man. i can't even bring i like myself it what i love what it. made you decide to grow i've always been curious like yeah. where did that come from I just like doing these fun things with my hair, you know. Yeah. So, like, I go through stages of letting it grow, cutting it, and then I didn't want to cut it all. I was like, nah, man. Like, So, I wanted to do dreads at one point. I want to always just have fun with it. Right. And so, I ended up doing a plat, and it was this time last year so we just kept winning so I was Man. like no way I'm going to cut no, it no no. and then Can't. we won so I had to just be like alright I'm keeping it well for a while. this is a thing for me now yeah. <laughs> so if, if, five week, if five weeks from now you're
0: hoisting a cup again will we still see that thing Honestly, uh, coming into next year
3: I was thinking if I think if I, I win it this year I might cut it off on the day in the locker room. wow you see, if, you, I mean, if we win it if wow, win wow. you heard year, that though, here first you should hey, cut it off I'm and tie it to the cup yeah <laughs> just put it in there some, somewhere and, and while I we are I'm not sold on that yet I'm thinking about it considering it
0: alright and then you could auction it off like well, the you know, just sure,
3: yeah,
0: it'd be really it'd be really awkward when Kenny buys it so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all <laughs> right but since we're talking about hair oh, yeah? I think the only person that we can bring
1: over yeah. now is oh. Pat McMahon we have a Pat. lot of questions oh,
3: yeah. Pat McMahon <laughs> oh yeah yeah give me a plug yeah <laughs> Pat thanks
0: so much for joining us thanks you, for uh, having how, me how did you do in your FIFA game
6: uh, I won uh, the the second one. You won the second Tied one. Tied the first one against Paco, so we need
0: a rematch. But well, that that seems like the only fair way yeah. to determine things. Yeah, I think so. All right, so we 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 were just finished talking to Paco about the about the braid, and now we finally get our chance face to face to talk to you about uh, about cutting off the hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What precipitated it?
6: Um, I don't know. I had it for a while, and uh, at this point, it was just like, all right, I gotta, I gotta change something up. You know, okay. it was good. Yeah, it's a good. I, cut. Yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, some days maybe I miss it. It was nice, but right now I'm just enjoying it. And I, yeah, and I'm always like, well, if I want it, I can just wait it's a year and a half, and it'll it's come it back. You know what back. I mean? Yeah, yeah. and Take I'm just uh, it'll be
1: fine. Yeah, and yeah. I'm yeah. just glad <laughs> to come back even quicker.
0: <laughs> right. I'm just glad you grew the beard out with it Yeah. Uh, because, well, A, I'm just a fan. And also, you need somebody to compete with Brian in terms of
6: uh, beardage on the pitch. Yeah.
0: And Coach Hacks is just not going to cut it. Yeah, that's uh,
6: – I actually decided, I think, I mean, now the playoff beard's starting. So, Absolutely. Um, I think uh, hopefully another month. And, I mean, it won't be OMB's length. but Yeah, L- it'll, it'll, it, it'll be good. It'll be good. It'll be, yeah, full – yeah, Ombi's um, um, in like, so like a, full
0: Viking. Yeah, he's got um, marauder mode right now, he's ready. which I like. Yeah, <laughs> I I actually had mine trimmed the day before the start of this winning streak, and it wasn't a plan. Like uh, I'm gonna, but now I can't the trim nine, it again because yep. uh, mm-hmm. I'm I, my facial hair almost certainly dictates how many goals you guys score. It's
6: <laughs> a certain fact. Longer it gets, the more we score. Now the. You are a
0: cult hero on the In the House podcast for having stolen that quarter at Heine Brothers.
6: What, this one?
2: Uh, <laughs> on, oh, Jack, down. Somebody, down, somebody left it
0: in front of him, which is just dangerous. Um, but also, from that particular interview, we had talked to you about, uh, about facial hair that day. And you then went out and immediately had the swarthy pirate look. Oh yeah, where you had the uh, the soul patch.
6: Must- yeah, a little mustache, soul yeah. patch uh-huh, uh-huh. combo. Yeah,
0: is I that your favorite fun. ever?
6: Uh, it, it's a pretty good one. Um, I don't mind it. I think if I grow the beard out, then the next logical step is all right. Keep the mustache and you shave can do the rest chest off. Chester huh? A. Arthur, just full like shave this
1: and keep and do full Chester okay. A. Arthur. All right do I'll, it, do, I'll that do that one. yeah. If you do it I'll right. do
6: it. <laughs> right after. Yeah. That's a right deal. Right after we win it. Yeah. Right when Paco clips his uh,
1: Yeah. And we'll make a doll. It'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> we've that Kenny will buy. Yeah, that
0: we'll be. have <laughs> been I'm be
1: perfect. Of right now.
0: We we've talked earlier today about the idea that uh, um Oh. Oh, oh, he's oh. got he's got signature duties. Oh. I'm sorry. We, but we talked earlier today about the idea that uh, the team, for the first time really all season, is completely healthy. That everybody is available on every single day, and uh, that that's going to make it extremely difficult for. Okay. No, you're fine. Uh, no, oh, yeah. My mind got distracted oh, by, sorry. The entire, by the entire process. But that everybody is available right now, and that that's got to make things extremely difficult in terms of A getting playing time, and B, making it tough on Coach Hack to decide who's going to play for any given game.
6: Yeah. No, it's definitely. I mean, yeah, you have a full roster, which is good going into the playoffs. You know, a lot of times uh, teams won't have that. Sure. Uh, you know. So going into it, it's, it's more, all right, if I'm, if I'm not in the lineup, it's making sure the com- competitiveness is there so that you can prepare everyone. Because yeah. obviously, like, a week of training, you need to have a – a good good session every day in order to get whoever's going out there ready. Ready you know to go, I mean? and also and being able to prepare yourself. Exactly. Yeah, you get ready, um, and yeah, every day just showing up and Do doing just what pre- you can to get it. Yeah, Do you just prepare like room. I'm playing, regardless of uh, what the
0: situation looks yeah. like? It might be. Yeah.
6: yeah, because you never know. Obviously, knock on wood, injuries sure. happen right. even the day before a game, or you know, even when you're going off warm-up. We've you had know our first know what I mean? year. so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you always got to prepare like like you're going like you're gonna be starting. So
0: we made uh, a little bit of fun of you about some of the videos that uh, they had you do for making your uh, your your taco dip. Oh right, when yep. you were still with yep. Cincinnati. Yep. Have you been? Uh, in contact with the guys who are still in Cincinnati and told them uh, how much better the dip is here in Louisville (laughs) and also how much better the soccer is here in Louisville?
6: Uh, Yeah, maybe one or two of them. Uh, (laughs) When I see them out there, I'm like, all right. You know, we went up there, beat them twice. So, uh, obviously, I was like, all right, you guys... You know, we're better than you guys. uh. (laughs)
0: They set a number of records for regular season performance this year, and so that would lead people to think that they would be the favorites coming into the playoffs. Obviously, nobody here in this building or city agrees with that. But uh, what what does it feel like knowing that there's a team on the other side of the bracket that, A, you've played with before, and, B, that, uh, frankly, soccer fans in general want to see that game again for a fourth time this year?
6: right. Yeah, I think it's good. I mean, uh, obviously, for us, even going up there, if uh, we win the, take care of business the next couple of games, go uh, go there and show them that uh, we should win the league and then uh, beat them and then go on and, and beat whoever we have to in the West. It'd be a nice little kiss goodbye. Yeah, it would, to yeah, beat it him would be, yeah. See them off the and, NLS. Like, yeah, and hey, beat them up him. there, too, and be like, all if, right, yeah. If that feels at all
0: dismissive of Indy, Pittsburgh, and Bethlehem, I apologize. I'm not trying to say. No, that no, these no, guys no. Yeah, it's obviously one. Yeah. But uh, it's just one of those games that it's easy to point at that it's been such a great rivalry for the league, and now you've yeah. gotten to be on both part on both sides of it, and uh, it's going to end. And most people expect that Indy, the team you guys are playing again this week, will uh, replace them as sort of the uh, the pr- the premier uh, rivalry in USL, certainly for Lew City. Uh have you felt that energy in those games against Indy this year?
6: Uh yeah, I'd say so. I mean any any game where you're playing uh someone close like Nashville, you know, where where the supporters from both teams are involved yeah. in the games, it just creates that atmosphere uh in itself. So, uh yeah, going up there, um the game there is is great cuz they get a uh, good fan base and then we travel up, you know. So, I think that's that's where the big uh rival rivalry starts is with with the fans because if everyone's there you know because some games you'll go and you get some fans but you you don't hear the crowd kind of going back and forth which makes it uh, that much more exciting yeah
0: i've only got one more question before we let these guys go home and get some sleep we've already kept them past their uh past their allotted uh time to spend with us and god who would want to spend more with us no but uh (laughs) <laughs> our wives don't want to spend that much time the, I think they already left <laughs> They,
5: they, literally, not, really, yeah, <laughs> they have,
0: Our wives have abandoned us um, The last question I've got is uh, Coming into the USL playoff yeah. season You're playing against Indy For the fourth time this year You guys know each other well When you're preparing to play against a team for the fourth time In practices, are you seeing people Is it preparing
6: for what Indy does Or preparing to do what you guys do better? Uh, I'd say it's a little uh, of, of both you know you know you know how they play so um, you want to counteract with what we do to, to kind of expose them and uh, you know coach comes up with a plan and then we just go out there and then execute it so I think yeah both sides kind of work work hand in hand um, yeah do well, you, are there any pre weird pre game rituals that you that you do? I don't Besides really have. Yeah. Hair? The, like
1: is there is there weird?
6: No, nothing that I'm. Uh, no, I kind of keep it. I don't like to have like superstition type thing. Like Just something I always stations. have to do. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> but
6: um, no, I'm trying to think. Nothing. Nothing, nothing jumps Too crazy. Out. Yeah. Okay. Standard. Yeah. Well, Pat. Get your nap.
0: Go home. Get yeah, to, I'll get go some sleep, rest, slate, rest yep. up, and uh, I want to thank Pat. I want to thank Paco, and I want to thank George. All three of you guys for joining us tonight. I know you got to sign some autographs, got to play some FIFA. Hopefully they fed you, and uh, we yep. appreciate you guys coming on the pod
6: tonight. Can I get a sh- shout out real quick? Absolutely. To, uh, God, yeah. GG's barbers, uh, clean cuts. Um, <laughs> That's Paco. He trims my hair. So, well, Paco, you are welcome to cut. <laughs> Andy's hair anytime.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, GG. Sure. Everybody knows now. That's the place to go. Guys, thanks very much. That's the three Lou City players joining us tonight. That'd thanks very much. Thank you very much. Awesome. And thank you. And yeah. now the, uh, the finale before we kick everybody out. The man we've saved for absolute last. <laughs> because uh, he knows the least thanks, about yes. soccer of thank any you. person in the room. Here comes the president himself of Lou City Soccer, Brad Estes, ladies and gentlemen. Brad, Woo-hoo.
4: Brad, the playoffs are here. The playoffs are here. Are you ready? I don't need to be ready. Those, these guys are ready. Is this is the stadium I'm, ready? Well, let me say this: I, I am getting my jacket dry cleaned this week, <laughs> um, so I, I'll Fighting. be ready, and I may. Have some different shoe game for Saturday night. Oh! oh. What are we did tanking? you did you buy one of the guy's pink shoes? I'm, I'm just <laughs> gonna leave it where it where it sits. He,
0: there's no spoilers here. All right. So he, everybody, pay attention to Brad Estes' footwear yep. on Saturday. And if it is anything outside of what we're used to, then uh, you'll know that he was prepared
4: for it. That's it right. wasn't a random decision. That's correct. No, no, no. This, what I have in store, you could never. It could never be random. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, yeah, Brad, that is, ter- that is Brad, cryptic. <laughs> Brad, Brad this, is, uh, this
0: is your first full season in charge of the team as the team president, and uh, it's, been, uh, it's been a tumultuous year, I think is a fair way to say it, uh, in terms of uh, the leadership that has been on the pitch. How has the, the front office felt as a whole about where the club is now
4: versus where we started the year? That's a very good question. Um, I feel like, you know, it's it, the old adage, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I feel like what we've done this year, our, we started off um, as defending champions, handled that adversity very well. Our coach left. Um, that was disturbing. Um, it, it, was, it was a challenging time. It was less than 24 hours after our stadium groundbreaking. Um, but with that challenge brought an opportunity for a group of of men in that locker room to step up, and I yeah. think that they did so tremendously. Um, three, three players stepped up to coach and the rest of them bought into uh, the system and allowed us to have the right amount of time to search for our next coach. And I cannot say enough how happy I am and the rest of our, our, our board and ownership group is with John Hackworth. And what he's done already—just mm-hmm. bringing on Danny Cruz, bringing on Andrew yeah. DeLalo on the soccer operations side—he has he has shown a great passion for this community yep. and and the youth development in this community. Um, yeah. And it, and it's something that you know you have to be around and understand it. It's you, you can't fake that. And I just I honestly feel like we are in a phenomenal position going forward. Um, and I, I couldn't be happier. Yeah, we had a great
0: opportunity to get to interview Coach Hack for the podcast last week. Yeah, he week. was awesome. And uh, it really, he's got a very uh, a very reassuring attitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're talking to him, it makes you think, yeah, this is a guy I would trust with my team for the next year or plus. So,
1: oh my God. All right.
0: We, we <laughs> may have seen some shoes. That's all. We may have seen some shoes and fire. You're sworn to secrecy. Fire. Oh my yeah. gosh. Woo. I hope that's what you guys give out after the season if we were to hoist another cup. I hope that's what people yeah. what the what the team gets cuz that would be nuts.
2: Yeah.
0: Um that's my
4: custom shoemaker at Target. <laughs> you've got a cobbler.
0: You got a Target cobbler. That's right.
4: That's right. I had a cobbler from Target once and it was terrible. Yeah. Was peach. Not a cobbler fan. Yeah.
0: I'm more of a pie I'm more of a straight pie guy. I here. am too. Me too. Now, we put together some brackets, and uh, I, I was going to read off uh, read off some of the answers, but I think that we're pressed up against uh, the clock here tonight. Sure. And so I will just say that, shockingly, of everybody who walked through the door tonight, every single person had Lou City winning the cup again this year. Weird. Yeah, That's crazy. It's almost like, oh, no, Andy had Phoenix. Andy, <laughs> Andy thinks <laughs> Phoenix, but uh, other than Andy, everybody had uh, Lou City winning it. Do you think, I'm kidding, Andy had City. Uh, You're going to get me beat up. You're going to get me beat up. What do you think is the biggest difference between the group of guys going into the playoffs this
4: year versus the group of guys walking into the playoffs last year? Well, I think they have the confidence uh, that they did it last year. Um, we have primarily the same team as we did last year, a few a few changes. Um, but I think they have the confidence that they've that they've done it, they've hoisted the cup. But I think they also have a lot of confidence – from having gone through what they've done this year and, and the, the the level of adversity that's been present the whole season, and they've just fought and fought and fought and never mm-hmm. wavered. And I think what, what you have in that locker room is a group of men that know that they can get it done, as opposed to last year, maybe it's like, ah, you know, we we, we think we have a really good team. We think we can do this, but now they know they can. Maybe a little more swagger. Yeah, and, and, and swagger sometimes has an arrogant connotation to it, and I don't think you intended it that way, but no. I, I think that they just – it's a quiet confidence, okay. is how I would put it.
0: That's great. Mm-hmm. I think that we've generally felt that from the team also, just sort of uh, regardless of the changes that have occurred throughout the season. It yes. just seemed like Steady does it and a uh, very calm demeanor about how the season would go. Intense, but uh, sort of yeah. that you know, storm on the inside. Uh, yeah. Like a duck. Calm on the outside. Yes, the like duck, a duck with the crazy feet under the water. That's, that's right. Yeah, that's better. I should have used that. God, that was the
1: best metaphor. That's really, metaphor. <laughs> that's really <laughs> it's annoying. Like duck, man. I've duck, yeah. man.
0: I've got one question I've been wanting to ask you for a while now. If you were Andy, what would your Twitter handle be? Oh, my if God. If you got to come up with a Twitter handle for Andy, what would his handle be?
4: Oh, wow. Yeah. You really put me on the spot. <laughs> that um, on
0: the spot.
4: Bearded sleeve. <laughs> Bearded sleeve. The bearded sleeve. That I like it. Bearded sleeve. It his really... wife just looked at me like, that guy is out of his mind. <laughs> and a... yes, ma'am, you are correct. The I think bearded fits. sleeve. I think it gets to the core
0: of you. If we could find a way to work yeah. some alcohol in there, it would have yeah. you to
4: what, a T. Can I ask a question? I know it's not the way this is supposed to go, but why is there no Twitter for you?
1: Brad, come Give on, Give the dude. people what they
4: want. <laughs> Here's the thing. Um, oh, wow.
0: I
1: don't... <laughs> he's
4: got a... He's <laughs> He actually has a
0: written statement. Hang on, a manifesto of sorts. I've
1: never, since Twitter's inception, it's not that I didn't in, that I didn't get it. It's just that I didn't. It's just not me. It's not my style. I'm a lurker. All of the social media that I'm on, anyway, I don't really do a lot. I'm a lurker, and Twitter. That made you sound really creepy, man. It does. <laughs> Well, I mean, bearded sleeve isn't helping. So. <laughs>
4: this, is, this has definitely been the worst segment for Andy's wife. <laughs> yeah.
6: Frankly,
0: them them watching yeah. us right now, I've intentionally not been looking at my wife at all, just because I can feel waves of disapproval. Yeah, just the radiation of how. Yeah. My God, is he really this bad at this? <laughs> when, when he said he was going to <laughs> do really a podcast, doing for this in front of people
1: was. I'm not going to say a mistake, but it was, it was nerve wracking. Yeah. For a minute there, I thought we were talking about podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family program bro. Hey, This is shaking. a family program
0: <laughs> Plus it is way more difficult For us to do this without purple stuff Sitting in front of us Okay, uh, That really calms the nerves Damn. And so uh, the, the, the fine folks At Oxford Toyota who put on a great event tonight I want to thank them yep. very much For bringing all the people out Setting up the FIFA for getting the players and uh, the team involved. Brad would not be here without them. Andy and I would not be here if they had nope. not, you know, invited us. So thanks again to Oxmore Toyota. But uh, Kenny, thanks. Thank you, Kenny. Kenny Allward, who set the whole thing up. Our, you look our, handsome our, tonight, Kenny. Our extremely handsome button pusher. Um, B- even being here at Ax4 Toyota has been a lot of fun, but we're very used to the idea of the uh, purple stuff crutch. Yeah, and that I crutch did. has not been here tonight, and so we're doing the best we can.
4: Yeah, I think you've done a great job. Oh, it has been a great event. Oh, I-, I saw some cars get sold over there. I, I thought um, there might. You're be. welcome, yeah. Toyota. Yeah. Right? No, I think I think it's
0: been a great event. <laughs> well, Paco um, bought two. Yeah. so uh, it's, it was <laughs> right. it was
4: shocking
2: to everybody. We did if have you- that one guy. To- Stop buying
4: his to come over and ask about season tickets. Yeah, season okay. tickets. So what I would do if you're listening, I would buy some t- Toyota stock because it's probably gonna start to yeah. climb up. Gets that in the house bump.
0: Yes. We get some automatically, right. don't we? Yeah, we we get we each of us get a Highlander for doing the podcast okay. yeah, tonight, which down. is which is a blast. Kenny, right? Uh I one of those yeah. right there.
2: That's, that's great. A, that's
0: Brad, before we go into the playoffs here, I've got one final question for you and that is uh repeat or no. Is
4: this happening? I, I think it will. I, I do, and, and I hate to say that because I'm very superstitious and it's sure. not taking anything away from any of the competition that, that, that lays in front of us, including uh, Indy this weekend. But I, there's just something that feels very special about what these guys have done this year and what they've gone through, and it feels like it, that, that it, ending it any other way just wouldn't be appropriate. It's hard to imagine a
0: better group of guys or a team that is playing better than we have over the last six weeks coming mm-hmm. into the playoffs. I agree with you. I think we get another title. So before we uh, before we wrap this thing up, let's say a very, again, special thank you to Kenny Allward and thank Knox you, Kenny. Toyota. Thank you, Kenny. I want to say thank you to uh, our two, the two most loyal listeners tonight, the guys who stuck it out through the whole thing and didn't abandon us halfway, <laughs> Hayden and Devin. Thank you thank guys you very too. much. And then also all the other people who came and went. The players, thanks to Paco Craig. Thank you to George Davis the fourth, And thank you to Pat McMahon. Can we Always also thank the hot, the hot dog guy? Outside? We can thank yeah, the hot right, dog yeah. guy. Yeah. Thanks. There's okay,
2: okay. one person we are forgetting.
0: Scout says there's one person left.
2: The USL's youngest
0: drummer. The youngest drummer in the USL, David David O'Connor <laughs> O'Connell's son, Nicky O'Connell, yeah, who Nicky couldn't is. be here tonight because it was past his bedtime.
4: Yeah. We don't know how old he is, but we know they measure it in months, so yeah, that yeah, means yes. he's young. He's a yeah. young man, and he is, he is a great drummer.
0: Well, he's, four. he's four. Oh well, he's nearly five. Brad, can uh, can you 60, give one last? Months, can yeah. you give out the phone number? Do you know it off the top of your 502
4: head? Five zero two, Lou City.
0: 502 Lou City. That we makes have a it new really phone easy. Number. We have a
4: new phone number. It makes it easy to get tickets. 502 Lou City.
0: Everybody, we hope to see you in Scouse's house this weekend. We hope to see you for four more weeks of uh, fun in the USL playoffs and the end to a great season. Yeah. Thanks again to everybody. And Andy and I only ever say one thing at the yeah. end of every podcast, and that is. We can get everybody to yeah, say it. Yeah, can we this get time. everybody to say everybody it? Does anybody know what we time. say? Oh, I know some people what you do. Say. So the only thing we ever say at the end of any podcast is, Go City!